Welcome to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, a bi-weekly look at all things related to the growing elite clubs nationally, the ECNL. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.theecnl.com. Now, here's your host for Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, former U.S. soccer press officer and longtime soccer broadcaster, Dean Linke. Today on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, we go one-on-one with Rory McGinnis, the ECNL's National Selection Program Director. It's Rory McGinnis after this message from the ECNL. As the game continues to evolve in the United States, the ECNL remains the standard of excellence in youth soccer. The Elite Clubs National League has grown to include over 200 clubs and nearly 50,000 players across the country with a robust competition platform for teams, educational resources for coaches and clubs, and unparalleled identification and development opportunities for players. Alongside its member clubs, collaborating to create a better future, the ECNL continues to raise the game every day. The ECNL is more than a league. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Once again, here's Dean. It's Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. My name is Dean Linky, delighted to host, and we are collecting some amazing evergreen material at the ECNL Coaching Symposium. So pleased to be joined by a man who I got to know not that long ago down in Florida for a regional selection game and then a national selection game, talking about the super talented Roy McGinnis, who is the national selection program director for ECNL. He is also the East Metal Soccer Club director of coaching. Rory, good to see you. Thanks for having me, Dean. Let's start with big picture right here. Let's talk about the national selection games and what it's all about, why you did it. We got an open canvas here. Give us as much information as you can. Where do we start? It's an opportunity for us to have the best of the best and to showcase this wonderful league with the best players in these wonderful clubs in the country in these showcase games where we can be an opportunity for and a platform for players to be showcasing themselves for college coaches for their own teams their own clubs but also for u.s soccer as well i know everything with ec now is a total collaborative effort so i'm thinking and picturing a group of bright minds saying, hey, we need to do this. But when did that happen? When did somebody say, hey, we need to do these selection games? You know, uh, my predecessor, Aaron Brunner, did a wonderful job. He worked with two age groups and two games per platform for every national event last year. So I think we're 18 months in at least, maybe two years in, uh, post-COVID. And it's a wonderful opportunity for the club is to showcase their best players, to say this is the element of these, you know, this is the possibility for you to get to the highest level, to recognize and showcase not only yourself, but our wonderful clubs. And the way I understand it, there's almost 20 of these. There might even be more as you do them year round all over the country and they start on the opening night, usually six o'clock, no matter where you are, and those players don't play in the games that day. They actually sit out to play in this showcase event. 
Everybody shows up. I was in the middle of it. I was blown away. I'm coming back to Houston for another one. Then I'm coming to Richmond. But I like that idea, too, because how did you get buy-in on that? Because, one, you had to pull probably a star player out of a key game, right? But when they get there on that Friday night or Saturday night or Sunday, whenever you do it, it's worth it in every sense of the way. Absolutely. It's been a fantastic buy-in from the member clubs. Fantastic. To give up one of your best players for a showcase game, to miss day one of their showcase in a platform, whether they're recruited or not, is just the ultimate. So, you know, kudos to all of our uh, member clubs for that, let's say. Uh, B, you know, it's an opportunity for our players to say, where can I go next? Can I get outside my comfort zone? In an environment where I'm playing against the best, where I want to expose myself to the adversity of the game. So I can, I can say I'm good enough. So the, the national selection games and the platform is ultimately the best game of the day. The member clubs have been awesome to give that up in terms of saying our best player is going to showcase themselves. It puts their club in an environment and say, this is what we produce. The ECNL is the best league in the world. The best youth soccer league in the world. And for us to allow our member clubs to produce players to showcase themselves is a true testimony of what we're trying to do in the ECNL. The ECNL does not produce players. The member clubs produce the players. They develop the players. So what a wonderful platform and spectacle as you've seen with two or 3,000 players cheering on their teammates. With signs and then after the game, they come over and celebrate with the stars of the game. I mean, they are truly all in. I mean, I feel like we need to put an exclamation point on how the scene is so electric. I mean, you've seen it firsthand. It's difficult to get some post-game interviews after, <laughs> as you know. It's difficult for us logistically, and, you know, Blaine's head is turned a little bit sideways because of the logistics of thousand kids running on at the field and trying to congratulate their teammates but wow what an experience we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the national selection program with the national selection program director for the ecnl roy mcginnis but we'll do that after these messages the ecnl is pleased to announce quick goal as the official goal provider and partner for ecnl girls and ecnl boys a new partnership created to support the growth and development of the country's top players clubs and coaches at all national events including national playoffs and national finals the quick goal coaches corner will provide hospitality and social space for ecnl girls ecnl boys and collegiate coaches quick goal will also be the presenting sponsor of the national championship winning ecnl girls and ecnl boys coaches of the year and the ecnl girls and ecnl boys goals of the year quick goal looks forward to helping the ecnl continue to elevate the standards of youth soccer and provide more opportunities to players on and off the field in the coming years Nike is a proud sponsor of ECNL Girls. Nothing can stop what we can do together to bring positive change to our communities. You can't stop sport because hashtag you can't stop our voices. Follow Nike on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
Huddle is a proud partner of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Huddle's powerful yet intuitive solutions make it easy for coaches and athletes to be at their best. And now it's more affordable than ever. All ECNL clubs can get 25% off on Huddle and Huddle Assist, the game breakdown solution. Clubs of 10 teams or more can take advantage of the exclusive ECNL club package pricing. This bundle includes Huddle and Huddle Assist for every team and makes your club eligible for Huddle Focus Flex, the all-new portable smart camera with full Huddle integration at one affordable price. You can bring the best end-to-end performance analysis platform for soccer today. Just go to huddle.com slash pricing slash ECNL. That's huddle, H-U-D-L dot com slash pricing slash ECNL. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. We're so pleased to be joined by Rory McGinnis, the National Selection Program Director for the ECNL. By the way, he also is the East Metal Soccer Club Director of Coaching on Long Island. And we went to break talking about the electricity of the selection games. And I'm actually pleased that the first selection game I did was for the regional league because as opposed to the next day where it was Ohio State and Florida State and Southern Cal and Georgia and all these superstars that delivered, these were players that truly were looking for that opportunity, right, for that light to come off. And I actually have a personal story from it. One of the stars of the game their dad went to Ohio U. I went to Ohio U. She went off, had a brilliant game. The mom reached out, and just last week she told me that she just got a full ride to Ohio University with Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, in between I ran into at the United Soccer Coaches Convention, as it's all a family of soccer people, and he told me he was looking at her, going to bring her in, and now she's a bobcat coming, I think, directly off of the selection game. And that's a true testimony of what we're trying to do showcase the best players, give them an opportunity, whether they're committed to the schools and recruited or not. And what a game she had. She had a hat-trick in that game. Yes. And she's shown. She took her opportunity. My goodness. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah, with her left foot scoring on the yeah. right side, and then to have the mom and dad reach out and continue to be a part of it. I like that part of the ECNL, that family part. You know what it's I mean? It's a true testimony to the family unit we're, tr- we're trying to uh, produce. You know, we, it's a massive country. We have nigh on 140 clubs in the girls' East, you know, and the regional league program is, is an extension of that for sure. The opportunity to do the regional league selection game is a, an extension of what we're trying to produce. You know, these are players that are just as good as anybody else. They're good enough to play, as you said, and get scholarships in the in top Division One schools in the country. We recognise that it's an opportunity to expand, extend and really showcase that the fact that there's many players in the country that can play at a top level. So two days later, then it's the national selection game. And the way I understand it from the fine PR staff from ECNL, like Andrea Wheeler in the gang, originally I was saying there was 300 coaches. No, no, no. There was like 800 coaches there, right? D1, D2, D3, NAIA. For me, it was like going home time because I've been calling college soccer since 1999, but I don't always get to see these coaches. I got to see them all, and obviously they were watching all the other games, but I'm telling you, I feel like almost all of them also went to the national selection game where right next to me in my broadcast position, I think there was 20 U.S. soccer scouts. There were, I think there was 12 on staff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, so 
I mean, it is amazing how particularly that event and even the selection game gets buy-in from every coach across the country at every level and all of the best from U.S. soccer. But Dean, why not? What a, what a fantastic platform. You have the best playing against the best. If you're looking and you're tracking a player and you're seeing how well she's trending and you say, okay, what is the next level for me to make a commitment to a player or to see how well she deals with the next level? The national selection game is the ultimate. You're playing against the best of the best. Maybe in position, maybe out of position, and that's who you, that's who you want to know as a player before you recruit a player. All right, here's a tougher question for you. So I'm guessing, based on what I've seen, and I can't wait to do more, everybody wants to play in that game. Yeah. So how hard is it to pick <laughs> that one, and do they have a chance to cycle back and you get to pick a different player from that team? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so by the logistics of what we're trying to establish, and Blaine does a wonderful job internally, a wonderful job, uh, Blaine Fink. Uh, one player can only play in one game per year. Uh, we have some post-season national selection programming for which they can advance to. Yes, players can come from mul multiple teams and mul multiple players can come from clubs. The difficult piece is the network of scouts that we're trying to establish. Uh, this is a, n a new platform and we have to develop some uh, a trust in player, in, trust in staff and a network of scouts throughout the country from the ECNL clubs that say these players are good enough. That's a difficult piece. You have to ask club directors and club coaches to check their bias at the door. Mm. That's a difficult piece. Yeah. And those are the people you have to believe in. And once you can establish a belief and a trust in somebody who can say, we've played against this player on XY team within conference games, that's the network we want to, want to establish. So to me, I summarize that answer from you with the notion and understanding that it all works out, that they usually pick the right player and the team gets behind it and everybody's happy. I think ultimately we, we pick the right players. Okay. Getting there is going to be uh, a process for sure. Um, we get some things right. Sometimes players don't perform well. And that's not, you know... The national selection prog programming is not really about evaluating players based on what they do that day. Of course, as you've seen, some players can light it up and be fantastic on the day. Some players will deal with adversity and their learning ability on the game day is difficult, for sure. Good talent ID is about longitudinal mapping, longitudinal evaluation. It's not just on the one day. So these are players that we're looking at, of course, in the moment, in the national selection game. But we're also mapping them and evaluating them throughout the season. Because they may have a very, very good day or an indifferent day in the next event at selection game. But there may be a player that we say, potentially, the promise of your talent will allow us to bring you in for the national selection game programming thereafter, postseason. So talent ID is a difficult piece. The lights, the glamour, the thousand fans running on the field, as you've explained, at, you know, pre and post game. You know, it's difficult for young players, we must say. But I think we get it right. The buy-in from the member clubs has been fantastic. Their um, willingness to, as you said, submit players, allow their player to play in the selection game, not play in their member club team that day is, you know, a difficult 
peace for the player and for the club. So as a result of that, the clubs only submit nominations for the best players. The players that truly recognise that they need a recognition of the next level, a scouting of the next level, whether it be US soccer, whether it be our postseason uh, programming or college recruiting. You're hearing the voice of Roy McGinnis. He's the National Selection Program Director for the ECNL. I've got one more question before we take our final break, and that's related specifically, again, to the National Selection Games, and that is you were kind to tip your hat to Aaron Bruner for starting it, and maybe you haven't changed anything at all, but my question is how has the process of this game changed, at least what you know about it, from when Aaron started to what you're doing now? Has there been major changes, or has it all been what ECNL is all about, that listening, learning, collaborative effort for the greater cause? I mean, you learn from the best people. Aaron is one of the best, for sure. And the program and the platform changed slightly that we went from a double game for every national event, and it was a U15, U16 game, okay. then a U17 and U19 game. Okay. We've tabled back a little bit and gone to one age group. Okay. So it's, you know, Aaron did a lot of work, my goodness, did a fantastic job. So now we're really, now the, the process is a little bit more difficult in the fact that, yes, there's only one game. Yes, there's only 36 players. However, the process of evaluating, getting, I would say, feedback from a network, our network scouts within the ECNL, and trying to table down to 36 players is a far, far more difficult process, as you would think. Okay, I like that answer because that is one thing that I liked about that game. They weren't all players that were headed to college the next year. There were a couple players younger that had already elevated their status, you know, as you're breaking down the top players in the ECNL to make that game, which I think is important as well. Yeah, for sure. You know, listen, I've said for countless years, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Mm. So if you can put yourself into that platform and play up a year or be in a bandwidth of an of a, of a age gap of two years in a game, if you're good enough, it doesn't matter. If you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah. I like that. What a great time to spend with Roy McGinnis, the National Selection Program Director. I can't wait to get to Houston for the next one, and I'm committed for Richmond on the boys' side to give the boys some love before uh, we sort of recycle and do it all over again, and I'm hoping Andrea Wheeler doesn't fire me and I can keep calling some of these games, Roy, because I, I really enjoy it because of all the reasons that we talked about. We're going to come back and get to know Roy a little bit better, how the ECNL found him when he came over to the States, that and more on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. ECNL Boys is partnering with Puma for the second year, driving sport forward with the leading products and the next generation of pros who wear them. Puma has proven themselves as the fastest sports brand in the world, the fastest innovation, the fastest players, and the fastest products in the game. They're the perfect partner to complement the speed and talent of our teams. In keeping with their mantra of forever faster, Puma introduces the world's fastest boot, the Ultra. The only boot engineered for speed, the Ultra combines a woven upper with a lightweight outsole for direct forward motion, speed, and acceleration. It's the best in the game, designed for the best players in the game. Soccer.com is proud to partner with the ECNL to support the continued development of soccer in the U.S. at the highest levels. 
We've been delivering quality soccer equipment and apparel to players, fans, and coaches since 1984. Living and breathing the beautiful game ourselves, our goal at Soccer.com is to inspire you to play better, cheer louder, and have more fun. Visit Soccer.com today to check out our unmatched selection of gear, expert advice, and stories of greatness at every level of the game. From athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games, Gatorade shows that they are the proven fuel of the best. For the athletes who give everything, nothing beats Gatorade, the studied, tested, and proven fuel of the ECNL. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Dean Linke with Rory McGinnis, the National Selection Program Director for the ECNL. By the way, he is also the Director of Coaching for the East Metal Soccer Club. And Rory, now it's your time. We went to break talking about getting to know you a little bit better. So don't be shy. Tell us your story. When did you come over for the States? Why did you come over for the States? And lead us all the way to how you found the ECNL. And I know you found it first probably as a member club that you talked right. about and now at this big time job as the national selection program director please don't leave anything out how long do you have <laughs> i'm ready for you my man <laughs> ultimately i met christian maybe 10 12 years ago our values and our our, our mission and, and vision align for what is good player development in the country ultimately the buy-in was immediate the whole piece uh, from northern ireland by way of london been in new york for 23 years now been with the same club for 15. Okay. Loyalty and hard work and integrity is part of what we do as a family. And I think um, those are the values that we, I would say, process through everything we do Okay. as a club mm -hmm. for our teams. And those are values that are assimilated through what the ECNL do. Hard work, integrity, loyalty. Um, and I think, you know, the ECNL has been a fantastic opportunity for players in the country and the clubs in the country to, to showcase what they do as clubs. Because at the end of the day, the ECNL is the best youth soccer league in the world. No doubt. Clubs create and develop players. The league does not. So... It's a fantastic opportunity for us in, the, in this platform to say, show us what you do. Let's understand what each member club does. Let's learn from each other. That is, I guess, the mission of the American life. Mm. American life of opportunity. And that was one of the things that attracted me to the country. Okay. As a young 11-year-old coming to New Jersey, sporting New Jersey, and said, okay, this is where I want to be. So you came over when you were 11. Now, did you play college soccer in this country? I played or? in London, no. You played in London. Okay, yeah. very good. So you went back. Yeah. And is that, do I have that right? You said you came over at 11, but then you went back. Came at 11, went back home. Okay. Went back to Northern Ireland, played at a semi-professional level in Northern Ireland. Okay. I went to college in London. Okay. The University of Luton. Yep. Worked for Luton Town as a coach. Okay. Still one of the oldest stadiums in in the country yeah wonderful place slowly recognized that you know coaching was my craft working with young players was my craft and um, america came calling okay and they led you directly to long island that's where you ended up planning or were you at somewhere before long island no long island 
straight all the way through. Okay. I came through a company from uh, called Noga Soccer, N-O-G-A, mm-hmm. um, under the tutelage of Tim Bradbury, who's a U.S. soccer coach, educator, developer, okay. who works closely with Didier Chambaron, as you know very well. Yep. I went straight into Long Island. I worked in a camps and clinics portfolio, if you will, a platform. Yeah. And cl- slowly worked myself into the club soccer game. All right. I'm big on memories and mentors. I talk a lot about that in no matter what platform I have. So if you could, give me your greatest memory as a player and then your greatest memory as a coach. Can you break that down? I wasn't a good enough player, Dean. Okay. Okay. I don't know if there's a good enough memory (laughs) as a player. Greatest memory as a player. Maybe meeting um, Michael Owen. Okay. And juggling a ball at my. Remember Owen. that youngster, yeah. Maybe juggling a ball at my Michael Owen in one of his uh, appearances and saying, "Okay, this guy can not juggle a ball, but I can." <laughs> <laughs> and there's a realization of there's another you know opportunity for people. There you go. Greatest memory as a coach because you've obviously been a long time coach. A national final, 2018 in the ECNL, lost the Slammers. Wonderful team. They were so good. And just the adoration as a family within that team in a losing national final was just probably one of the greatest moments as a coach. Now, Rory, at the risk of you missing some people, and if you do miss somebody, they'll understand because we got these bright lights on you. But when you think about mentors who have played a big role in what you do and who you are as a person, uh, what names come to mind? I mean, at the risk of losing some people and missing some people, um, I'll try to rhyme it off for you. Uh, Tim Bradbury, U.S. Soccer, Eastern New York, uh, director of coaching as a, as a mentor for sure. Didier Chambaron changed my life in U.S. Soccer. What he does is, is more about the person and less about you as a coach for sure. Um, Dave Clark at CFC within the ECNL for sure. Fantastic coach educator. Trisha Taliaferro from Tampa Bay, my goodness. Talk about talent ID and being a player who can recognize, or a person who can recognize players, my goodness. You know, the list can, is, is ever evolving. We're always developing mentors. We always go back to our mentors, but for sure those are some of the top ones. And Christian himself, Christian has been with me through the whole process. Talking about Christian Labors, the president and CEO, and you were actually kind enough to mention him in the first segment. So that leads up to, I think, the only part we're kind of missing of your bio, although I don't feel like you covered every detail, Rory, which means you're good because we don't want to be here all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you're rolling along at East Meadows Soccer Club. When did they come to you and say, hey, you can keep doing that, but we need you to head up what Aaron used to do as the ECNL National Selection Program Director? Yeah, it happened this uh, this past summer. Um, I was always a coach for for Aaron. Uh, I was always in the network, somebody uh, we could bounce ideas off against. Uh, I worked the national training camp for years, worked with Christian, was part of his his staff for six years and this past summer they said you know Aaron's moving on to the college game uh, would you be like would you like to be part of heading up this this venture and of course because you know you think about your own experiences as a player and you think about the players that get overlooked for whatever reason for whatever bias can you check your bias at the door can you be a a beacon for players that maybe are overlooked can you unearth the players within teams and the country that are good enough for the next level. 
and we've done a great job this past year. We have unearthed players that are at the club level top performers and you've bore witness to this yourself. Those players, some of them, we went through it yesterday, are now on the U16, U17 national team rosters. Mm. And without that opportunity, I don't think they would have been there. So I'm blessed to be part of this process because for that alone, that's the ultimate. Well, and I can tell that uh, you love what you're doing now with the ECNL. So this will be a layup, and but it's a kind of good way to tie it all together, Rory. And by the way, for me, just working with you on those initial two games was great. You gave me everything I needed, so I certainly appreciate it. And I think uh, you could feel how much I enjoyed it, and I can't wait to get back to it. And it all comes back to those four letters, ECNL. So for you, as you sit there now, particularly that you are not only a member club, but you are the National Selection Program Director for the ECNL. When you hear those four letters, ECNL, what does it mean to Rory McGinnis? It, it means driving the standard forward. Absolutely. Internally, as a league, but for our member organizations and our member clubs. Driving the standard forward. We can get better. We are getting better. I've said to you maybe three times now, this is the best youth soccer league in the world. And Fantastic. I would ask somebody to challenge me on that. All right. But we are constantly driving ourselves to be better. And that's what the ECNL means for me. I really enjoyed it. Roy McGinnis, our guest today on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. He is the National Selection Program Director, and he also continues to be the very fine director of coaching for the East Metal Soccer Club. It's been great getting to know you. I'll see you in Houston, and then I'll see you in Richmond as well. Thanks for joining us on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Thank you so much, Dean. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Rory, and my pleasure to work with you as well, and my pleasure to work with all the great folks at the ECNL, including Andrea Wheeler. I want to thank everybody at the ECNL, including all the members and everybody listening. I also want to thank our fine producer, Colin Thrash. For each and every one of them and all of you, I'm Dean Linke. We'll see you in two weeks for another edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Thanks for listening to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.theecnl.com. And if you have a suggestion for the show or a great idea for a guest, please email us at info at theecnl.com. Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast is an ECNL production. ECNL, more than a league.